This podcast is brought to you by listeners like you through Patreon and Coffee.com. Thank you. We're also brought to you by Libris Arcana. Stay tuned during this podcast for more information and promo codes. Hello, I'm Paul. This is Tales of Swordfall. This is a new short shot group. Hurrah! And, uh, well, who am I with today? Hello, my name is Kiriyoshi. I will be playing a fighter, and uh, I'm from the channel Grey Death Society. Okay, uh, I am Jay, and that is spelled J-A-I, uh, Tabletop J on Instagram and Tumblr, and I will be playing Roscoe Spitfire, a halfling rogue. I am uh, Jonathan. I am the illustrator for geeksandgoblins.com. Uh, I also can be found on Twitter at Lord Nightcom. Uh, I will be playing Nocturna, a, a tiefling warlock. I'm Hollowtail, also known as Hollow. You can find me on YouTube at a Hollowtail and on Twitter at a Hollowtail. Um, I'm going to be playing Dante Bell, the human drunken master monk today. Hi, I'm Sally Rage, and you can find me with that name on YouTube. And I'm going to play Simona Starlight. She's an elf cleric. Okay, so let's start this up. And that's a horrible way to start it up, but we're going to do it this way. (laughs) (laughs) So you are all in the world of Swordfall. Uh, This is the homebrew campaign setting that I've been using for this podcast. You are all level six adventurers. You have some adventures uh, down under your belt. And uh, you're... You know this world, you know, fairly okay. Some of you are from out of the country. Some of you have maybe, like, never left the area of your house. Um, But it's probably, that's probably all in the past. You've done an adventure or two. You've worked for people. Um, So first, I'm going to have you guys roll me two things. First, uh, everyone roll me a history uh, skill roll. There we go. You okay. did it! Woo! And two, three, four, five. Yeah, hey, that's everyone. You, you passed the first test. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now I'm going to all ask you a question. Who's most likely, out of all of you, to be part of the Mercenary Guild? Not it. No, not me. (laughs) Possibly me. I I do a lot of freelance for, uh, for different bounty hunters guilds. Yep, yep. Uh, since Swordfall is a homebrew setting, and I barely gave you guys any information, uh, here's some information on the Mercenaries Guild. 
Uh, the Mercenary Guild is also known as the Adventurer's Guild. Uh, to some, it's also known as the Hunt uh, Bounty Hunter's Guild. They, it has several names, but officially it's called the Mercenary Guild. Um, it's made out made up by uh, bounty hunters and bodyguards and soldiers and adventurers and uh, you know people who tend to go out and fight weird things and come back. Um, if cities don't have their own militia, well, more like villages and towns, if they don't have their own militia, they will ask the uh, mercenary guild if they have anyone. Uh, also, uh, the city of Swordfall sometimes hires uh, guards, um, especially for like special events or um, dignitary who's who are visiting from uh, out of the kingdom uh, to come, and they usually hire from the mercenary guild. Uh, and also, if somebody's going out on an adventure or a quest, uh, these people can uh, put a job up in the uh, mercenary guild and, you know, people can apply. And with what you rolled, Nocturna, and what you have been saying, uh, you are most likely part of the mercenary guild and have taken several bounty hunter jobs and uh for the rest of you through various means um you have been all invited to this residence of baron baron mm, oh gosh uh baron i'll have to look in my notes to uh yeah just a second here it is um, it's Baron Farlon Holster. It's a fancy name. I know, for a fancy man. <laughs> so, uh, Grayson, you've had the most dealings with, uh, Baron Farlon Holster. And I'm gonna whisper you some information. So you will know the most. Uh, and also, Sally, I'll... Uh, give you some information too. Cool whispers. Next thing I'm going to have you get all roll is a. Oh, what should I do? This. Just roll me a d20. Just straight up d20. And this will determine something that, yeah, may or may not be important. That's almost appropriate. <laughs> My next big question is for Mona and Roscoe. Uh, you arrive at Baron Halster's estate about the same time. Are you traveling together? Well, Mona's looking for another cleric to kind of help her out so maybe we could be traveling together just because i need like a bit of bit of help finding that other cleric i don't know who this person is so i'm just looking for them i'm a bit that wandery yeah <laughs> i can't go home so i might as well wander around with someone and roscoe you were probably invited to this estate uh for a job of sorts oh i'm sure i was 
I'm sure you were. How rich are we talking with this Baron? I was about to uh, start mentioning what his estate looks like, so you will be the judge of that. Uh, so you come upon, um, first, a gate. It has two guards. Um, you are right outside of Chimpton. Uh, Chimpton is known to be the place where, uh, if you're not living in the Temple or Golden District in the capital city of Swordfall, you are living in Chipton, which is a very nice town. Uh, it is nice enough that all the guards have, like, they have full armor, and the armor is, like, enameled and colored. Um, there's always some kind of festival going on in Chipton, and uh, it always has a cover charge. Um, there are banners and everything in Chipton. It's a very, very nice, but very, very expensive town. And to live outside of town is a little bit more expensive because not only do you need um, a small uh, platoon of guards, but um, you need some form of security to, you know, keep the beasties out. So you come upon the scape. There are two guards. They are in the colors that the Baron has chosen. Um... Let's just say it's uh, green and brown. Yeah, th those are pretty good colors together. Um, and they have the crest of the Baron on them. Uh, he has uh, banner flags on this, like, on the sides of the walls. So you definitely know it's it's the dude. And uh, you can see through the gate because it's a barred gate. And there are many many acres between the front of this gate to the very large manor. Sound rich enough yet? Yep, I'm good. Okay. Uh, so, uh, the two guards stop you, of course, because there is a closed gate and there are guards, so they will have to stop you and uh, check on you. And they first ask your business here. Well, I was invited, darlings. And do you have any proof of that? Why, yes, I have this personal letter. And uh, they both look at each other. Uh, we'll, we'll have to see that letter. But I, I would have taken it out and held it out to them. Yeah, uh, they inspect <laughs> it very carefully, they look at the seal, um, one of them takes out, uh, what looks like to be, like, a gemstone that's, like, faceted in something, and, um, he puts it over the seal, and the gemstone seems to light up. And, uh, he nods. Alright, uh, and, uh, is this a guest of yours? And points at, uh, Mona. Uh, Mona's having a sneezing fit right now, but she just kind of nods. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should wear a mask. Oh, I I'm gonna put my scarf over my face! It's, it's not my fault! It's allergies! And Mona's gonna, they like her scarf a little bit over her face, but she's still sneezing. Okay. 
Cool. <laughs> um, they open up the gate. The gate um, opens very smoothly. Not a noise is made. And um, you have the long walk to the manor uh, ahead of you. I think you mean saunter? Saunter. Oh, yeah. This is a good time to ask you guys, what do you look like? We're going to pause things for a moment and have a word from our sponsors. We're going to pause things for a moment and have a word from our sponsors. Libris Arcana. Do you like role-playing games, but you have no dice? Are you a dice dragon and just need a horde dice? Libris Arcana has you covered. Libris Arcana offers both a monthly and quarterly subscription to get dice. Yeah, that's right. They send you dice monthly or every three months. They also sell individual dice sets and great leather protective book covers for your gaming manuals. Go to www.librisarcana.com. That's L-I-B-R-I-S-A-R-C-A-N-A dot com to find out more. And if you use the promo code SWORDFALLFAN, you get a discount. Look in the description below for more details. And now back to the story. And now back to the story. You want to go first? Yeah, hold on. I forgot. <laughs> it's okay. Um, he has short black hair with a single braid on the right side by his ear. Uh, pale blue eyes. And everything about him is very neat, very neatly manicured, very neatly trimmed. Even his foot hair and toenails are very neatly trimmed. And he's wearing really nice clothes. Um, so Mona's pretty tall, even for a high elf, but she's like a really sickly purple color. Like, if purple could look so pale that you think that person is dying, that's what she looks like. And her clothes are like, they were definitely nice at one stage, but now they're they're pretty disheveled. Her, her books are in good repair in her bag, but that's about it. <laughs> shall we saunter up to, up to that place? Oh, we shall saunter, love. <laughs> Excellent. I'm gonna proceed to keep sneezing, though. <laughs> So you both saunter up uh, the nicely, um, it's it's a paved, well, it's not paved, it's a um, cobblestone path that's done in a very, like, elegant design. Um, for some reason, they decided to make the design very intricate, and 
you know, unless you're flying, uh, you don't really get the full effect, but it does look very nice. Um, there are topiary in the shape of all sorts of beasts, and uh, there's even a fountain or two. So, the next person who shows up is Nocturna. Uh, what do you look like? Uh, at the moment, um, she looks like a half-elf, or not, yeah, like a half-elf long black hair in a black dress and uh, like a, just a breastplate. At her side would be a silver rapier. Awesome. Uh, so, once again, the guards are doing their job. They have the gate closed. Um, you could, at this point, you could probably see people uh, going up the road in the distance. And um, once again, uh, who are you? Do you have an invite? Yes, uh, my name is Nox Turner. Um, I have an invite from the Baron uh, Halster. And hand, hand over the invitation. Uh, they look it over once again. They pull out a jewel. They put it over the seal. The seal lights up. And uh, they both nod at each other, and they open the gate, and silently opens, and uh, you have, you are uh, able to enter. Okay. I will enter. I'm going to say Dante and... um, Gosh, Grayson, how do we pronounce the name? Kiryoshi. Okay, Kiryoshi, that's what I thought. Cool. Uh, Dante and Kiryoshi, you guys are both, uh, what, aren't you both fighters? Maybe? I'm a monk, so close enough. (laughs) Yeah. So, here's my question. Um, why have you been traveling together? Well, we went up a ways back, and we wound up to be traveling in the same place, so we decided to just travel together. I mean, it figured it be safe. Awesome. So, you, both of you are stopped. And once again, they ask, oh, actually, first, what do you look like? Let's get that out of the way. <laughs> Well, my fighter's about average build with uh, long hair, long brown hair, and uh, green eyes, and just looks like a standard fighter. Um, Dante, on the other hand, is a bit of a strange-looking individual. He um, has some very sort of brownish clothing on him. He's got a very long-looking, tattered brown cloak that he wears, and... um, Otherwise, he looks a bit a bit disheveled and a little dirty, um, like he's been sleeping rough for quite a while. But he has very elaborate little chains with little gems on them that uh, look to be very expensive, despite that, and a very fine pair of boots. Um, aside from that, he's a little on the shorter side, um, at about only 5'7 at the moment. He's, he's quite short and quite slim, and he is sort of walking with a little bit of a stumble to his step with a flask in one of his hands. Nice. And uh, 
once again, these people in very nice plate armor uh, that is fully enameled and colored with the symbol on it uh, stop you. Both of you, of course. And ask, who are you? Do you have an invite? My name is Kiryoshi, and I'm sure I have a uh, my invite on me somewhere. Searches my armor, produces the invite, hands it over to the guards. Um, my name would be Dante Bell, and as for my invitation, he kind of goes through his robes and can't feel it before he kind of puts a finger up and then goes into his boot and pulls out an invitation from there. Here you are. Yeah. Um... Kiryoshi, they recognize you right away. You've done jobs for uh, Lord uh, Halter for, uh, you know, at least once or twice. And, um, you know, you, you sound like maybe the tip, almost the typical adventurer, but, like, what sets you apart from, like, the rest of the adventurers? That's a good question. Scars? Yeah, from my gladiator days. Awesome. Uh, so once again, they take your invites, they look at the seal, they take out the um, little faceted gem. It gl glows on both of them. And uh, they nod approvingly at each other and open the gates. And you are let in. So let's head up to the uh, mansion. No matter. Sounds like a plan. So, uh, everyone give me a perception check since you're all on the grounds. Okay, cool, cool. Oh my god, six? <laughs> <laughs> At least I wasn't there. There is no game. I see nothing. It's all that sneeze. Yeah, it's all that. All that watery eye action. Actually, so, um, Mona, mm -hmm. what is distracting you from um, being, you know, aware of your surroundings? Oh, um, I've used a lot of magic today, and see, I'm kind of allergic to my god, but I don't know why. So the more magic I do, the worse my allergies get. And... He won't tell me why I'm allergic to him either, so I'm just kind of at a loss about what to do about it. Keep praying and praying, and it's like, nope, you'll I've just tried, have to go through this. And I've ignored him, and I've not done magic, but then he just kind of like goes into my dreams and keeps, I don't know, breaking stuff. I can't sleep, and yeah, all I can do is cast magic to keep him happy. As long as he's bothering me, he's happy. It's a Dezagai is my god. For now. Hmm. <laughs> yes, because we all know you can treat him guy, uh, gods like, uh, you know, used cars. Uh, <laughs> so, um, Kiryoshi, what is distracting you? Uh, lost in my head, uh, thinking about the adventure to come. Awesome. So you're, like, mentally uh, prepping yourself? Correct. Awesome. So the rest of you uh, are aware of your surroundings. Uh, not only do you see the Toporer, 
topo bushes in the shape of animals. <laughs> <laughs> I swear I can talk. Though people who listen to the uh, podcast will know, no, I can't. This podcast is powered by listeners like you. Thanks. Please like, comment, rate, share, and subscribe wherever you can. Consider supporting us through Patreon, Coffee.com, or by hitting the listener support button on our Anchor.fm page. Follow and interact with us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Discord. For all these links, look in the description below. If you liked our podcast, consider listening to these other great podcasts. Hello, folks. JP Winterbottom here to tell you about The Beholder's Eye, a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons narrative-focused actual play podcast about a group of private investigators in a fantasy noir setting with eldritch horror undertones. You can find The Beholder's Eye every other Friday on iTunes, SoundCloud, or anywhere podcasts are found.